Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to this episode of Lessons in Savvy Living. I'm your host, Sia Knight, and I have someone here who's very special, and I'm going to have her introduce herself by telling us Amy Marie Cook, the three things that people should know about you. Thank you, Sarah. I'm so excited to be here. Um, so the first thing, the things that would be most relevant to your audience are, um, I'm a busy, busy mom. I have a four-year-old, a seven-year-old, and a ten-year-old, and I run two businesses. So I know what busy feels like. Um, I also know what overwhelm feels like. So I've been there. Me and my husband, um, we've both actually been there. So I have great sympathy for people that are feeling overwhelmed and trying to move into a more empowered state of life. And I love helping them shift into that space. Um, so after being overwhelmed and going through this massive transition ourselves, I actually decided that I loved this so much, I went to life coaching school. So now I am a life coach who helps women make this transition for themselves. So that is what I bring to the table, and um, I love doing it so very much. Wow, that's quite a lot to bring to the table, Amy. Um, so when I wanted to have a variety of women on this show, because as you know, the tagline is real women, real stories, real lessons. I searched worldwide. I said, who can I have to talk about meal planning? And did I just kind of look around the United States for someone? No. Did I stay in North America? No. I found an expert from, where are you from, Amy? From little old New Zealand, right down the bottom, the southern hemisphere, and I'm talking to you from a whole different time zone, like we are in different days, so it's super exciting to be here with you. It's crazy. She's talking to me from tomorrow, y'all. I mean, this is really, this is freaking me out, but I have to um, pretend like I'm more sophisticated than that, but it is just pretty cool, I have to admit. So listen, today's episode, as I mentioned before, is about meal planning. Amy, what do you know about meal planning? What is your story around meal planning? Meal planning for me and for some of my clients I work with has been a total game changer. It's something that it, it helps us be healthier, it helps us utilize our money better, and it just clears so much headspace. So it's really the trifecta as far as savvy living goes, right? Like it's all of the good things. Um, it does take a bit of time to come up with a good meal plan. So I do call it an investment of time because doing a meal plan well does take a while, but then you can use that meal plan over and over and over. So I have my own meal plan is a two week meal plan. So that means every second Monday, we literally have the same meal. But that's what my family's happy with, having a two-week meal plan. Some people prefer to have three or four weeks. Some people do a month so that they have a lot more variety. And some people just love the predictability and they just do a one-week meal plan. So it might be that every Monday they literally have the same meal in their home. 
And that's totally fine. I always encourage people to do whichever length of meal plan suits them the best. Um, but either way, once you've got it nailed, you just end up with so much more free time, so much headspace, and because you know what you're going to cook, you just do it. You've got the stuff there because you've done your meal plan before you did your grocery shop, so you've got everything you need. It's just, a yeah. <laughs> Listen to me rant about meal planning. You can tell it really excites me. <laughs> yes, and I'm telling you what, Amy, I saw that little handout you have. Let me see. Hold that up. That I'll excited up. me. Oh, that's my, that's my family's meal plan. <laughs> my mind is blown within the first five minutes of us speaking because I know intuitively, okay, many of us these days are eating at home a lot more, right? And then um, we're getting tired of having to think, what, what are we going to eat? What's next? That sort of thing. But the idea of having 10 or 15 or however many meals that you know your family likes or and and that um it's it gives a sense of routine but predictability as well okay boy you have you have piqued my interest very yeah. early yeah. <laughs> um so one of the things that i really work on a lot in my own life and my clients lives is um reducing the amount of decisions we need to make in a day because making decisions uses parts of your brain that are far better left for fun stuff right so if we can get rid of all these little decisions such as what are we going to cook for dinner tonight what are we going to cook for dinner tomorrow night then that just frees us up for for joy <laughs> Um, shall I talk to you about how I encourage people to do a meal plan? Sure. But here's my first question before you go into yeah. that. I want to know how you fell into meal planning. Like, how did you, did um, you were you just born knowing, hey, listen, I'm going to <laughs> do this and this is going to help my family? Were you like 18, 19, like I'm meal planning? Or how <laughs> did you come to be the meal plan vista? <laughs> I was born with a very big sense of wanting organization and systems. Um, you know, I was the child that would, you know, match up the dolls' clothes back into the sets they came in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yes, there is a whole lot of natural inclination there. And then once we add that, can you still hear me okay? Uh -huh. I'm just I, for a moment. I still got you, no okay, problem. Um, Okay. Yeah. So, so there is a whole lot of natural inclination there towards systems and processes. Like it really is um, innate within me to work that way and to help others work that way. Um, efficiency is one of my like core values. <laughs> and um, yeah, that combined with going through our own overwhelms, that was about four years ago. And you know, we were so, we were, my husband and I were both running businesses. We had 20 employees. We were so um, focused on making sure that our employees were happy and that they had plenty of free time to spend with their families and all that, like all the nice big juicy stuff that we all want for our lives, right? But we weren't doing it for ourselves. And so at that point, we just knew something had to change, you know, something 
it, it got a whole lot messier than that. I won't bore you with the details, <laughs> but um, it got very, very messy before it um, we, before we started putting the pieces back together. But I mean, we are we are still married, probably far happier than ever before, and um, yeah, we do still own our businesses. We do still have all those employees, but we have far better boundaries in place now. And a lot of that, at that time, we were basically living on takeout. Like, it was quite gross. And we had, like, we were both putting on weight. We were both really unhealthy. Um, really tired all the time because we weren't getting the nutrients we needed that come with home cooking. And so a meal plan was one of the, one of the things that we put in place really quickly. And we did try some... Um, some systems that we found online and none of them quite worked for us because they didn't take into account our schedule. So I think that's why people really need to do that, create their own meal plan for their own family rather than buying a one size fits all meal plan where you just get told what to cook each night because that just never takes into account the, the time that you have between taking your son to swimming lessons, your daughter to ballet lessons, and then jumping on another work call in the evening. So, yeah, nobody that's, knows your life better than you know your own. That's true. And so you have admitted that you had a natural inclination to being organized and to develop systems. Now, tell me, how do you help people or can you help people who don't have that organization gene in their body and they need some assistance? How do you do that, please? Um, I do life coaching sessions with people where we work through these things or I have um, processes on my website as well that people can access. Um, some of them are free, some of them are paid. Um, and so I tend to turn things into processes that are really easy for others to understand. So, you know, very step one, step two, step three, step four. And so quite often people call me, they're like, Amy, Amy, it's just not working. And I'm like, but what step are you up to in the process? And they say, oh, I'm not using the process. I'm doing it this other way. And then I'm like, well, just can we come back to the process? And mm -hmm. <laughs> when you're following the process, you'll get the results. <laughs> and sure enough, it does work. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you, you mentioned before about family favourites, and that is definitely the first step of meal planning, is to brainstorm a page of ideas of meals that you can cook that everybody in your family eats the same. So my daughter has dairy allergies, and I have gluten allergies, and we have a list of about 20 different meals on our sort of master sheet that we can both eat. So they can be really easily made dairy-free and really easily made gluten-free. So we're not cooking two or three different meals for different people in the house. Um, so that is definitely number one, brainstorming the meals that are your family's meals that meet everybody's needs, flavor, texture, allergies, all that stuff. And just ignoring the rest, like all of the rest, you know, like there's other things that I love, like, you know, some people in my family love mac cheese. I can't have it because it's not gluten-free. My daughter can't have it because it's not dairy-free. But when we eat out, it's the first thing they order. So that's the stuff that just gets left for eating out. And Ooh. we just focus on the stuff where we only have to cook one meal each night. And then once we've got our brainstormed list, 
the next thing that I do with clients is I go through their schedule and that's kind of how we're talking about meals and now you've jumped to my appointment book and asking me when my daughter's dance classes are. Um, but that's because we need to plan the meals that take the longest to prepare for the nights when you have the least commitments, the nights when you do have the time to make the, you know, the slightly more intricate, more interesting things, but where you don't have to also dash out out of the house to, you know, book club or yoga or whatever else is going on. And so I think tying those two things together, one meal per night for the whole family and working with your schedule, I think are the two keys to really successful meal planning. Wow. Now that is... That's a great idea. I hadn't even really thought about that. So if you have a meal that's very um, a family favorite and it takes a little bit more time, then maybe let's not prepare it the night that we have to go to basketball practice and gymnastics and after school club and all of that. Let's wait for a night where we don't have as many activities. Hmm, that's smart. No wonder. I see your brain does work in that way, Amy. I see. Aha. <laughs> so here's, here's my, my. It sure does. <laughs> yes. So here's my, my next question to you is that, from coming up with these systems, helping people with these systems, first of all, doing it for yourself first because of your, is it, you said three kids and two businesses? Did I hear that right? Three that's kids, right. yeah. So from- Yeah, three... that's right. As well as life coaching. Life coaching is on top of that. <laughs> So you are not only the president, you are also, you're also a client when it comes to this meal prep, this meal planning. So the way that you have helped other people. Absolutely. Yes. So I guess my question is, what's the biggest lesson that you have learned in your journey to help other people with meal planning and doing meal planning yourself? The biggest lesson, um, I did touch on it a little already, it is to do it. It feels like a really big task at the time and you really, really need to see it as an investment of your time because this little meal plan that I've done for two weeks we use over and over and over. So yes, I spent, you know, probably a good hour creating it, making sure that the meals were all fully family friendly, that we wouldn't be doing more than one meal, making sure it fits with our schedule. And it did, you know, it was probably 90 minutes, yeah, 60 to 90 minutes, you know, per, per, you know, per family that we helped on meal plan. Um, but it is an investment of time. You know, if you spend five minutes thinking each day about what you're going to be having for dinner that night, then you get that 90 minutes back pretty quickly when you do a meal plan that you can use over and over. So, yeah, that's probably the biggest lesson. And not just in meal planning, but in so much home organization and efficiency stuff. It's about investing the time. 
so that it comes back um, you know, multiple times over. Yeah, I read somewhere recently that the average American, and this is just an average American, not a particularly disorganized American, spends 50, 50 minutes every day looking for things. Oh my goodness, that sounds about accurate. That sounds about right. <laughs> Yeah, interesting, isn't it? Yes, <laughs> it investing is. time. Yeah, that would be the biggest lesson is you know investing your time wisely. Yeah. Okay. So, and before I wrap this up, I did have one more other quick question for you. What about how do you handle leftovers, and is that factored into your meal plan? Yeah, actually, sorry, I should have mentioned that. So, into people's meal plans, I always ask them how adaptable they want it to be. So, some people just want, you know, set and forget this is what we're having. Other people say, oh, but I just go over to my neighbor's house every now and then, or my mum lives across town, so I just pop over to her house and end up eating with her. So, then for those people, I suggest that they plan five or six meals a week instead of seven so that they've got their built-in flexibility so so we have one night a week where we call it gyo forget your own oh. and so that's when the the children will make sometimes they'll make something like um corn fritters like vegetable fritters just with the leftover vegetables that are in the freezer grated with and a bit of a batter mixture they fry them up, sometimes with some ham or some bacon, if there's mm. some of that left over. So a GYO dinner is about using the leftovers, the leftover meals, and also the leftover ingredients from the stuff we've been cooking. Um, and yet also when we're doing the planning, actually factoring that in. So, you know, if you are somebody that has a big social life and goes out a lot, then definitely not not planning seven meals a week every week, not buying in the groceries for seven meals a week, if you know that realistically, you're probably gonna only eat at home five times. So yeah, we factor that in, which is another reason why it's so important that meal plans are personalized rather than um, you know, bought off the rack. <laughs> yeah. That's funny, that's right. Well, that's, that's a good, good segue to, um, finding out how people could, if they want to make their own meal plan, how could they find you and work with you? Do they have to fly to New Zealand? Do they have to go to the Southern Hemisphere? <laughs> or are you accessible on the interwebs? <laughs> I am totally accessible. So about 50% of my clients are outside of New Zealand. Um, it's really lovely actually because like our time that we are speaking now, like it's 11 o'clock in the morning for me, like it's right in the middle of my work day. But if you're working on a personal matter, it's right outside of your work day. Mm -hmm. So the time zone thing works really well for me um, when I'm working with working mums. And I'm, t I'm totally used to using Zoom. <laughs> It was with, with COVID, all of a sudden, everybody's using Zoom, whereas I've been using it for, you know, a year already. It's been quite interesting. Um, so, yeah, so my website is www.sortingyou. So, like, getting sorted, that kind of sorting, S-O-R-T-I-N-G-U-Y-O-U dot com. 
Okay. Well, I will make sure that we have the website in the show notes um, so that people can catch up with you and maybe come up with their own meal plan. And I like the way that you say it's personal. It's not like you can sit down or it's not like you can say, all right, well, see, here's your meal plan. And here's, you know, here's the meal plan for the next person. It really, you take the person through the process. So that probably makes it very, very um, easy to keep up with and easy to um, follow. Yeah. So at the moment, I do a one-on-one appointment with people to do their personalized meal plan. Um, and I am just probably about two weeks away from launching like an on-course online module that people can work through themselves. So that'll make it a bit more cost-effective for them as well and easier to access no matter what time zone they're in too. So um, by the time this by the time this interview drops, that should probably be on my website. Oh, yay. That's right. It probably should um, because we are um, banking episodes. And so, yeah, by the time this drops, you go to sorting you dot com and you should be able to find what you need in order to get your whole meal prep life together. So I want to thank Amy cook for joining me today and helping me that i mean you've given some good information some nuggets in this like 10 15 20 minutes i can imagine what working with you is like so uh everybody shout out to amy and and give her a call only if you need help you know you might not need help but me i'm gonna have her on speed dial myself that's what i'm gonna do so (laughs) So everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Lessons in Savvy Living. I'd like to thank my guest, Amy. Thank you, Amy. Thank you for having me here. It's been fabulous. Thank you. And until next time, everyone, stay savvy. Bye.